thought about you, prayed about you, and now I'm just thankful to be with you. Um, yeah, got back yesterday after 37 hours of miserable travel, um, and, and now um, get to just reflect a little bit on the trip with you. Um, I was gone for, for two and a half weeks. Uh, the first week, I was with a group of pastors um, training and shepherding those pastors, and then the second week, I was with prison chaplains. So there was two, kind of two trips in one, and it was two teams in one. So I was with one team the first week and one team the second week. Um, I have a few pictures for you guys. There's, here's the first picture right here. Um, so that's Pastor Moses right there. The Lord really brought me to love him. Um, he's wearing a tuxedo. I think he wore a tuxedo for us when we arrived because on, honoring their guests is, is very important in their culture. And we were so well honored. Usually when we showed up to places, the people would sing to us, welcome us. That's, that's how greatly we were honored by them. Um, and it is happening is their church slogan. I think it's a reference to what God is doing among them. And so that's on their pulpit right there, um, which is an extremely short pulpit and came up to about my knees when I, <laughs> when I, when I stood behind it. And um, this, this first week that we were with the pastors um, was, was a very hard week. Um, it was a very hard week. Um, we, we stayed in quarters that were not Western, um, and it was very hot, and there were nights, multiple nights, where myself and others could not sleep. And we had, we had rigorous days of teaching two lessons a day, and there were animals in there with us, like spiders and lizards, and it was... <laughs> and, and, we had the good, and we had the good quarters. The rural pastors were sleeping on the church floor, on the concrete floor, on little mats. Just, just across across the street from us, and so we had, we had the good quarters. And you, as you spent more time there, Malawi is the, the sixth poorest nation on earth. You uh, began to see the immense crushing poverty that people lived through, and the pastors that we were teaching lived through, and it was it was very hard. Um, part of what was hard is that the pastors' edu education level was was low, and. Um, there were some moments I wasn't sure whether or not they were even grasping and understanding the training. Um, I think there were certain things I got through, but there were other things that just didn't get through, and that, and that was hard because we really want to share these treasures with them. Um, we were teaching specifically how to read the Bible, how to read narratives, and how to read the laws in the Old Testament. And I think there were some sweet, sweet moments of breakthrough, but then there was also some moments of sadness and frustration. Um, so one, one takeaway from the trip is... None of us, including myself, praise nearly enough for our brothers and sisters overseas. Just want to invite you and encourage you to just pray for the global church. Pray for the church in Malawi. Pray for the churches in Africa and Asia and South America. We really have an embarrassment of riches here. The fact that we have two, soon to be three pastors who went through Bible school is astounding. Most of these pastors have a sixth grade reading level. And they're trying to preach and teach a, a book that God gave us that's a wonderful book, but it's not an easy book by any means. And, um, and their, churches, their churches need these pastors. So uh, please, please, if, if this isn't something that's on your heart, something you're praying about, make this something on your heart. Make this something you're praying about regularly. And, um, and I, think, I think the Lord would have some of us even go. So let us together be asking the Lord, is it me, Lord? That's one thing I asked myself on this trip. Is it, is, it, is it me who's supposed to be here or somewhere else? And so I just want to invite you to, to pursue the Lord and ask, um, are you supposed to 
be a missionary here, or are you supposed to be a missionary somewhere else? Um, but the answer is yes, you are a missionary. Um, after this first week, we went on a, here, here's a picture of me with the pastors, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm the tall one in the back, the tall. Um, yeah, my skin, you can see it, it's a little bit brighter. Um, yeah, so that was us. Um, we got to go on a little safari and see, see some elephants up close and hippos, so it's sweet to rejoice in God's creation there. Um, and then, then the second week, um, we, um, we went to uh, another church. And, and, and one thing that just amazed me when I was there is the worship and the singing. It is beautiful. It's like, it's like being in a, this is, I wonder if it's kind of like what heaven, you can hear everyone singing around you and they're so joyful and they're so, and they clap. And I just yearn like, could, could we worship like this? Like, what if we worship like them? It, it was the most encouraging part of the trip. Um, and, and, I, and I have a little video, so if it works, and that's a big if, I'm not making any promises, um, we'll get to hear a little bit of what it was like to be with them as they were singing. But the second church we went to, um, it, it, it grieved my heart a little bit. Um, it was shepherded by a pastor who's very gifted, but it seemed like his primary influence was um, Western um, televangelist TV shows. And so, um, so it's sad that that's what he's getting from our, from our nation. And the music was kind of like that, and it felt like it was more of a show in front rather than something that the people were, were experiencing. Um, but, but it was so sweet to see God work through me and through our team in him during that week. Um, at, one, at one point, he brought us out to one of his little village churches that, that he had planted out there. And, and I got to, um, got to be at that church. And they asked me to speak, so I got to speak a message. And the, the message the Lord had put on my heart is that God had adopted them. And so my message, I went to them, and I, I wanted them to understand that God wasn't like, in, wasn't like really demanding and coming to them in a demanding, powerful way, but coming to them meekly and serving them. And so for this message, I actually got on my knees, and I, and I, I shared about this message from my knees. And... And one of, and the pastor turned to the person beside him and said, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say anymore. He would usually come very strong, very much a leader, and, and, um, and, he, and he came and he spoke to them tenderly after my message. And then in the car ride home, he said, thank, thank you, I'm learning things. And I'm learning things. And then one of our members on our team spoke with him later, and he wanted this man to mentor him, and he told this pastor, he's, he told him, I think you're being religious. I think you're separating yourself from the people. I think you're wearing clothes that are separating yourself from the people. And the pastor's response was, hold on, I need to start writing these things down. And so it's so sweet to see God start to humble his heart. And I actually have a video now, if it works, of, of the service. So I don't know, can we, can we bring that up? Can we...
that's, that's, that's the beautiful singing we were surrounded with. And, and, and you look in these people's eyes and they have so little and you're able to come and share with them about, about this Jesus who, who loves them so much and who served them better than you could ever serve them. And it's, it's such a powerful experience. Um, the final week, I trained prison chaplains and um, was, was much more encouraged by their level. They were, they were able to interact and grasp the content. Um, the first day I changed about, or I shared about how we address hearts and, and the root rather than the fruit. We don't just talk about our behavior. We, ask, we talk about how Jesus changes our hearts. And it was paradigm shifting for them. Every one of them wanted my class notes. Every one of them just was just so excited to be able to go and counsel their prisoners about how Jesus changes our hearts, and that's how we change our behavior. Um, the second day, I got to teach about leadership, and I shared something that Sam often shares with me, that um, people admire your strength, but they'll connect with your weakness, so you can be open about your weakness with your people. And I just asked them to share some of their weak weaknesses as leaders, not thinking much would happen, and the Lord just brought this spirit of repentance. Like, they, they were pretty hesitant to answer a lot of my questions, and almost everyone's hand in the room went up. And I just wonder how often they, they got to confess. I know it's not popular in our culture. I, I know it's probably not popular in theirs. And they just went around the room sharing about how they weren't loving their wives well, their kids well. Like, one guy even shared about how he, he confessed that he didn't want to be married to his wife because she was trying to hinder his ministry. And then we were able to just stop and pray for one another in the middle of this lesson. And um, I was just so thankful that I was able to, to show them more than just content, like this is how you lead, but like we were really able to model it together, like leadership is, is confessing and pursuing Christ together like that. So, so thankful for that. And in the last day I taught on evangelism, those were the three topics they requested and about the gospel. And... Um, during the course of the day, as, as I was listening to them explain the gospel, that was essentially what the day was. The way they were explaining it was essentially you're saved by works and not by faith. And so I was able to pause a lesson and share about how, hold on, we're, we're saved by what Jesus did, not what we did. And so just these most basic, simple, yet eternity-changing lessons, I um, was able, able to share with them. And so, um, yeah, it was, it was a hard two and a half weeks and a really good two and a half weeks. Um, one other takeaway I had, just want to share this last takeaway with you, is so the second week the team I was with shared about how back at their church they, nothing really happens and how they're depressed about that. And this, this week to me, the way they talked about it, like this is their week where they got to come and be on ministry and be with Jesus and reach people, and, and have this exciting fellowship with people. And I just want to remind us that we don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to travel halfway around the world to have that. Like, there are so many lost and dying and broken people around us right now, and Jesus wants to use you to reach them. We have missional communities. We have all sorts of friends, and, and don't, don't think... Don't listen to my experience and think that you have to go to Malawi to have something, experience something like I experienced. Every one of us can experience that if we really go all in and trying to make disciples. That's, that's all this two weeks was, is we went to Malawi and went all in and trying to help people make disciples, but you don't have to go anywhere to do that. So I so just want to encourage us, church, to live that adventurously, that much excitement, that much dependence on God, 
right here, right here. So uh, please, please pray with me. Father, we thank you for our brothers and sisters in Malawi, that you love them a hundred times more than I could ever love them, care about them. Please help them and provide for all their needs. The little children, the women who don't get respected very much, and the men, Lord, who need, know they need to become better leaders and confess that, first in their families and their households. Um, I pray, Lord, that, that the Bible would become more legible to them and that they'd be able to teach it more. And I also pray for our church, Lord, and that if there's anyone here you want to be a missionary, that you please raise them up and send them out. And now, Lord, please visit with us and, and bless us as we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen.